Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for attending the Overcomers Approach, where we speak with people from different backgrounds, cultures, experiences, and just overcoming in any way that they see fit in their life. Uh, enriching stories, authenticity, and transparency. I'm so happy to have Dr. Lynn Carey here today. I, she said that I can address her as Lynn. And she has retired. From, she was a chiropractor for 18 years. She has retired and she is an author as well. Uh, she's going to introduce herself and just explain a little bit about herself and what she's doing now. Thank you, Lynn. Welcome. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me, Nicole. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Um, I think, you know, sharing our stories is a powerful way to help people because I love hearing people's success stories or overcomers stories yeah. because I think if they could do it, then I could do it. You know, it just gives yeah. us hope. And I think it raises our consciousness to be all that we can be, you know. For sure. Yes. Thank you. Tell me um, what you how your journey has been since retiring. Uh, what have you done so far? I know this is an, a new, another chapter that I'm sure is just as uh, encompassing higher consciousness and growth. What have you experienced since then? Yeah, so I guess maybe I'll give you a little bit of background. Yes. I think first, because I think it clarifies where I am now. Yeah, uh, it's okay, just because I always yep. feel like that it helps. Yes. Um, so I, you know, I had um, spinal surgery as a teenager that mm. left me sick and in pain for many years, and I was just, you know, I was really an honor student, a student, did everything I was told, and I was just not only physically sick, but I was very depressed, thinking there has to be more to life. Than this, yes. but I was in college looking, you know, going to college because they told me I had to go to college to be successful. And I really feel like chiropractic was my saving grace because it gave me a profession to follow. But it was the first time that I heard truth like someone told me to look into chiropractic as a profession, and it said the power that made the body heals the body on the pamphlet. And I just went to chiropractic school on that philosophy. I didn't even get adjusted until I got there, and it changed my life. And it wasn't that I just had one adjustment. It was a process. It was probably a year or two before I got out of pain, but it was a different mindset, a different philosophy of natural healing and getting back to what's our body telling us and all that. So it chiropractic really was very powerful for me. And it opened up so many doors to say, okay, our society's telling us one thing, but there's another way. And it, it made my heart sing to find another way because I knew there had to be more to life. So when I got into practice, you know, I just wanted to get into practice because I wanted to practice on principle. I didn't want to take insurance. I really wanted to be a wellness chiropractor. I didn't want to be telling people come here for pain or your car accident because it was bigger than that for me, especially. But no one taught me about business or money when I got into practice. I had to figure all that out. So it was multiple things coming together when I got into practice, me learning. And then I was seeing people and I was seeing a pattern with people. And the common theme was that they were stressed out and it wasn't just physically stressed. It was like their body was sickness or whatever. Right. But it was like, what was causing those stress patterns? And it was not enough time, not enough money, unhealthy relationships, not living with purpose or passion in their life that that had become the norm, this high stress paced norm of kind of numbed out. And I, you know, I started reading financial books and I came across a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I don't know if you're familiar. I see the smile on your face. And 
it just, it was like when I found chiropractic, it taught me a new way to look at health. When I read his book, it taught me a new way to look at money. Yeah. That it makes so much more sense creating residual income, asset wealth. So you can create financial freedom so that you can have time freedom to have choices in your life. Yeah. And I knew those choices affect health. Yes. So that really was the preface of me. And, you know, I practiced for a while, but I outgrew it. I saw I could help more people mm -hmm. if I wanted to mentor people through creating healthy habits in their life, creating financial freedom in their life, and really finding purpose, working on their mindset. The personal development is the key mm -hmm. to all of it. Yes. So, and that's what I focus on now. I love it. You know, I love the intersection of uh, financial wellness uh, and literacy and why people were sick, you know, and how chiropractic gave you like a fuller and higher purpose and what you were seeing, the common theme in people's lives as you were seeing them as well. Uh, also giving them some type of flexibility, like you said, in terms of insurance and, and payments and things like that. And uh, and not that I'm sure it served a greater purpose. It's brought you to where you are right now here today and really impacting people and mentoring them and having different options. And I love Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I mean, it's like a everyone should have this book. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's yes, it's really, truly expanded my horizons as well. Um, and just how you found um, you were growing to the next level for that next chapter. I just want to give a, our audience a theme. The, 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 the wellness model of chiropractic work, what is that in, in layman's terms? What is that different from like the medical model? What, what, what's the difference? Yeah, absolutely. So we recognize as a chiropractor, it's based on a philosophy that there is yeah. an inner wisdom that yeah. runs the body. And we call it innate intelligence. Yes. So, I mean, it's just, it, it sounds so common and basic, but we take it for granted and we forget our, our society. I feel like our, the medical world has gone so extreme to look outside the body for healing, yeah. right? With drugs mm -hmm. and surgery. But we bring it back to like, as we're sitting here, all our organs are working. Yes. You're breathing, your heart's beating, you know, your hair is growing, your yeah. skin's changing over. You might have a cut on your finger that's healing itself right now. Can you imagine just trying, as, you, as we're having a conversation, Yes. Trying to do all those functions at the same time, it's impossible. We right. couldn't do it with our little human mind. Right. But there's a inside of us that's running. Yes. So when you yes. really change your perspective and bring it back, so you're saying, yes. okay, the body is always making itself new. It's always healing itself. Even when you think you're in pain, there's a purpose. It's yes. communicating with you. It's rebalancing itself. The symptom, we want to say it's bad, right? We always want to label symptoms as bad, but as a chiropractor, we look at them, well, the symptoms are good because now we know what's going on with the body. One, first, we always try to let the body run, you know, let the symptoms run their course so yes. the body can be stronger. Yes. Because every time you take a pill to interfere with that process, now the body has to get rid of the pill because that's foreign. It's a foreign substance. Yes. Then it has to get back to business to finish what it was already doing. Do you know, sometimes people like they keep catching the same cold kind of thing, catching yes. Well, you interfered because you probably took a cold medicine. Yes. You, long your body doing its job yes. so we get to the point and when you start doing things naturally at mm -hmm. first it may not be easier but eventually your body heals quicker you don't get those symptoms really extreme anymore mm -hmm. so really the philosophy of chiropractic is to get back to what is the body trying to do and we recognize that there is a life force that runs your body that's the difference between a person who's alive or dead there's a life force and we can, you know, to bring it down into simple human terms, we say it runs over the brain, 
the spinal cord and the nervous system. That's how your brain talks to your body. And it's protected by your spine and your skull. So as a chiropractor, we're just looking, feeling the bones in the back mm -hmm. to make sure they're all moving properly. Because if mm -hmm. there's anything that's jammed or stuck, it could be putting pressure on the nerve, which yeah. interferes with the brain communicates to the body. So it's just like stepping on a hose. When you yeah. adjust it, you're just taking your foot off the hose, letting, okay. the, letting the energy flow yes. so that the body can heal optimally at 100%. It just kind of removes the stress. Yes. That's all it is. That's all mm -hmm. it is. And really honoring the body's process to heal itself. Mm, I love that concept, you know, and I think it was a growth opportunity for me. Well, um, because I used to suffer from chronic sinus infections when I took that in information more so internally and tried to listen to my body and really get nerd. I started getting them less. It wasn't as much. And I wasn't taking as many cold medicines, as many allergy medicines. Um, and, and I learned that more later in life than I did earlier but I love the concept and I, and that's something I strongly believe in and I, that my audience would agree with as well. How does um, what we eat fall into that? Do, do you incorporate that at all into, into the work you're doing now as well? I do. I, I yeah. believe, I don't think we should go crazy with our diet yeah. because I do believe yeah. when we start getting crazy, it, yeah. it puts just as much psychological stress on you than as if you didn't look yeah. at it at all. I think it's about getting back to your body's natural rhythm, yes. putting less toxins, try to eat cleaner, yes. uh, more, you know, less chemicals on and in your body. Basically, yeah. it's not that you have to do it all the time. hundred percent. It's impossible for the lives yeah. we live. I mean, unless you're growing your own food on a farm right. and that's all you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not, I think you should enjoy your food. I think you should really listen to what you want in the moment. Yes. But it's about, you know, I just help people get back to that place. Yes. You know? Yeah, I love that. It, it sounds like a sense of balance, you know, yeah. a sense of we can't go extreme one way or the other because we really don't have a lot of control over that. We can just control what we can. Like you said, not unless right. we're growing our own foods and things like that, um, but getting to the body's natural rhythm. That's right. You, know you said. And I so know, I think you should enjoy food because yeah. like, I see so many people like they want to go out to eat or they go, oh, well, I really shouldn't be eating that. Well, they're killing the mood already. You're killing right. the body. You know, and that's affecting how you digest it. Your thoughts yeah. affect everything. So it's like if you can just really enjoy that meal out yeah. that maybe it's not perfectly clean or healthy at the moment, but enjoy it because mm -hmm. what happens is then the next meal you want, you're going to balance out. You're going to want something healthier the next time. You know, yeah. like that's what happens to me. I naturally balance out. I really don't have the judgment on how mm -hmm. I eat anymore. And I think that's so freeing. Yes, for sure. It's more freeing. And we're really not in bondage, you know, and really allowing to connect with people and really allowing to enjoy, enjoy the moment. That's um, right. and so I definitely love that. Tell me a little bit about your book. I know that you are author of a book. Um, tell me how, what inspired you to write your book and what is it that I want to make sure I have the correct title of the book. Is it My Journey to Grace? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the book and what inspired it. Yeah. So I, you know, had this amazing experience of learning to heal myself. And then I really had um, my, after my first couple of years of practice, I went into, I call it a higher consciousness state, my yes. great state where I just felt blissed out for like mm -hmm. a year and a half. And I believe that is our natural state. I believe that's what everyone is looking for. Cause mm -hmm. it was like, I had no questions. Everything was just divine. And I was like laughing at my problems. It was like, <laughs> we don't even have problems, you know, like <laughs> what we consider. And 
you know, and it was like, I went from zero to a hundred. I feel like I went there and then I didn't know how I got there or how to maintain it. And yeah. I feel like the journey has been the last 20 years of now deliberately choosing that vibe. You know, yeah. it's not that I stay there all the time, but I understand my mood now and where my vibration is. And, and it's not to, to disconnect from the what we call negative. I think we can yeah. experience, you don't get stuck there. You don't live there permanently. Like that's not the normal anymore. The yeah. higher vibe, you're happier, peaceful, blissful is the norm. And I think that's where true healing happens because that's, if you want your life force to flow through your body, get happy, get yeah. inspired. You just feel that you feel it. I agree. So, yeah. And so I was living in that space, um, truly just still working on my business, more of my online business. I had just moved to Miami Beach. I was living my best life. And then lockdowns happened with 2020. And I was not planning to write my book. I was still figuring out pieces, you know, like I, that wasn't in the forefront of my mind. I thought maybe I'd share my story later. Yeah. But there was so much fear mongering going on. And I thought, <laughs> I don't even think this would be happening if people understood health the way I do. Yes. You know, because of my personal experience, just seeing through the illusion of all the fear mongering of the disease models and all these things. And so yeah. I thought I just wanted to put my story down because yeah. I was just inspired to put it down. I see. Let, let's see what happens. And, and I thought maybe now is the time to share the story because we need more stories of how we heal ourselves that are empowering people instead of crippling them in fear. So that that's why I did it. Uh, I love it. I'm so thankful that you did that, you know, because you got it out in the universe, which more people need to know about that. And like you said, the fear mongering, and it's like I, you mentioned mindset, you know, and how mindset really plays a role in that. Like, are we going to operate in fear and be stuck? Are we going to uh, come to a higher level and a higher consciousness of love, choosing to be happy, choosing to be healthy um, and really manifesting, you know, what we want out of life. And so I think fear is something that people could definitely can get stuck in, you know, and that could just do to be past traumas, past issues, maybe some experiences that get people in that stuck stage. What helped you? Like, I know you said it was during the pandemic. Like what helped you like kind of get over that hump to, to just write the book and not be in fear and just let it out into the universe? What, what do you think that was that, that I know I, from what you said, I could hear some things of how that happened, but was there one significant thing that was just like that pushed the button where I, where you said, I just have to do this. Yeah. I was, I mean, let's see, that was, I, it was almost 20 years of just studying, understanding health and healing yeah. from both yeah. sides. Also, yeah. I've been studying the economy, yeah. government. I've been understand I've, because, you know, rich dad, poor dad, the, the financial freedom aspect gave me one as one part, but yeah. he didn't help me. I wanted to understand the flow of money. And because yeah. of that, I just started reading things. And I yeah. started understanding real capitalism versus crony capitalism, real economics versus, you know, Austrian economics versus Keynesian economics. What's going on with the government, the Federal Reserve, how it's not really legal? <laughs> like, right. like, I could go down the rabbit hole. But I knew, like, I was kind of on the basis of what. Yeah. So when, when we locked down at that moment, I knew yeah. everything that was happening was wrong. So it yeah. was like, and I've lived by my principles since I've, I've always been like that, I guess. I mean, even in practice, I, you know, lawyers would call me and say, hey, can you testify for, <laughs> yeah. for someone because of their car accident that they need these adjustments? Right. And I'd be like, well, I can tell them they got, they got adjusted after the, the, the a car accident. But how about we talk about when they got adjusted before the accident too? And they were like, uh, okay, click, 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not milking a system. I'm not playing. Like, I'm a straight shooter. Like, exactly. Chiropractic. And even, like, I'm not a fear monger to get people to come into my practice. Right. You know, like, I'm, I used to be like, you come when you feel like you need to be here. Exactly. Because it was, a, it was a bigger purpose for me. So I lived my life like this, looking for truth, trying to understand it for myself. Yeah. Building my life outside what everybody thought was normal. And so when that lockdown happened, I just knew in every cell of my being it was wrong what was going on. And I thought the only thing I could do at that moment was write. Yes. <laughs> so and that's what I did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There is power in writing. You know, there's power in writing it down and really getting it out there, like I said, into the universe. Um, and so tell me, what are you doing now? I know that you um, are, I know you've done some traveling as well. I know that you're a mother and you're homeschooling as well. How, what does your life look like now? And I know that you're giving back in other ways. What does that look like? What are some of the things that you're doing? Yeah. So I've always um, homeschooled my son. He's going to be 18 in June. So he's kind of awesome. doing his own thing now. Yeah. But um, yeah. And I, I look at him and, you know, he's kind of struggling right now in the sense yeah. of finding his social life because yeah. the lockdowns really kind of threw a, threw a wrench for a couple of years in what our normal schedule was. We lost a lot of the social interaction, yeah. but he just doesn't, he just thinks different. And yeah. he's, I mean, I had, he was born at home. He's never had any um, vaccinations. Um, oh. He, no circumcision. Um, always homeschooled, you know, like just kind of my thing was, I knew there was something bigger when I was growing up, but I was always told like, you know, it my mother didn't listen to me and my family. It was like, you had to listen to the priest, the teacher, the parent, you know, everybody telling you that they know better than you. Exactly. They didn't like, I actually had to unlearn everything I did. Yeah. So I mean, when we come in, we're clear, we're, we're connected to spirit. We yeah. are pure source until we're programmed to not think that way. So exactly. my job was I saw my son as pure source. I just let it. I just wanted him to have no interference. So yes. I could honor what he wanted, follow his interests. Just he can be him. Yes. And he just, like he hasn't grown up like I did. So he just. Yeah. He's in a different place. And I don't think the world's caught up. Like it's not ready for him. I think we're going there. Yeah. I really think we've gone through a shift. Yeah, I really agree with you on that. I have two sons. My youngest son is a lot like your son. Um, I've raised him differently than my older because my older son was really impacted by my environment, my family dynamics at the time. You know, as I grew and learned more and I had unlearned to relearn some things, I raised him to be an independent thinker. And so it's same for him. I don't think people have really caught up yet. Things he was talking about 10 years ago, they're talking about right now. So he was like an old soul. That's right. The social thing, I agree with you as well, because I think what's important to him, what society is kind of telling our young people to do right now, it, it, it doesn't really equate with what he what his belief system is now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely agree on that. What would you tell your 10 year old self, Lynn, if looking back now? Oh, you know what? <laughs> you can just be happy. And that yeah. you can follow your dreams and that that knowing inside is true. Yes. That is your guidance. Yeah. And you're here to be happy, to play, to follow your dreams. Yes. That's going to live your best life. That's going to keep you well. That's going to attract the abundance. That's going to attract the right people in your life. Yeah. So it is that good. Because when I was small, I thought life was something that's to be feared and overcome. Yes. 
And it took a while for me. Even now, I think I'm still working on some of that programming. Mm -hmm. Same here. So. Same here. Yes. It takes, you know, we were programmed for so many years and it's, you know, hopefully it won't take as long, you know, as to unlearn it and relearn, but it, that's, it's a process. It's definitely yeah. it's a process. So um, it's definitely nice to connect with someone who's really in alignment to, to, you know, overcoming. And, you know, if you don't think within the normal confines of what certain systems say, like, what does that mean for us? Um, and it means we're 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 we exactly need to be. We're we're supposed to be in this space right now for a divine reason. And like you said, there's a there's a potentially a great reset gonna happen at some point here. What that looks like, I'm not for sure. But at least I know that there's other people in alignment that that are, are that are there. So I love that. Where can um people get a hold of you um and um if they wanted to reach out to you or if they wanted to reach out for your book? Um, can they get a hold of you or they can go, can they go to your website or what does that look like? Yeah, you can go to my website, creating my desired life.com yes. and yes. you can get on my mailing list. You can email me a question and you can find my book there as well. I love it. Thank you, Lynn. I so appreciate it. One last question. What gives you hope? I think you somewhat already answered it, but is there anything that I may have missed? <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. I have chills just as you say yes. that because yes. I was creating my best life before lockdown happened in 2020. And I, for a couple of years, I really got into a lot of freedom work. I felt like I was in this fight mode, right? Yes. For freedom. Yes. But then last year happened, 2023. I feel like there was a shift. I went back to my spirituality. I started listening to more like channel people channeling because the messages was resonating so deeper. I was understanding it on a deeper level. And yes. I don't know. I just feel inspiration again. And I feel like I'm living in my, little bliss vibe again. I didn't feel that for a couple of years. I yeah. really didn't. Right. So I think I'm peeling off old, still some root survival fear stuff. Like, yes. And um, I feel like I'm going into understanding higher mm -hmm. consciousness even better. And I, and I do have hope that yeah. we are entering into a new world. It, it's naturally evolving. It's almost like I see it now happening, yeah. reaching like a critical mass happening. Like, like just like, how internet came in and kind of changed our lives. I think have. that's what's happening with higher consciousness right now. We're going to see, we're going to start forming a new world. That's going to be heaven on earth. I really believe that in my heart. I feel like we chose to come in at this time yes. right now. We have this awareness right now to help usher in this right now on earth. I think it's awesome. I agree. I agree. And I totally agree with you. It has been a pleasure to speak with you today. Short, but sweet, but very impactful. I'll make sure that my audience members have your website as well. It has been a pleasure to speak with you and just talk about like your experience, your journey of overcoming, uh, really learning some things, going back into your bliss, your happy place, choosing joy, not being stuck. And that's part of what overcoming is about and the overcomer's approach. And Lynn, it has been a pleasure. I know my audience members will truly enjoy listening to this podcast. And I will reach out to you as well on your website if I have any additional questions as well. Thank awesome. you. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining, Lynn. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day, everyone, for listening to the Overcomers Approach.